You're listening to From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, a podcast for those who want to take center stage in their lives. I'm your MC and number one fan, Letitia Cotto, master life coach, motivational speaker, and Maven Mama. I'm here to show you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams by teaching you how to tap into your innate brilliance and worthiness. If you're ready to let go of what no longer serves you and step into the highest version of yourself, you're in the right place. Let's get it popping. Hey there, honey bunny. It's your girl, Letitia Cotto, and I'm coming at you live from the front row, teaching you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams. We are going to have a lot of fun today. You're going to learn a lot. Hopefully you'll laugh a lot. And then you're going to go out there and you're going to live a lot in only the way that you can. I speak it, I believe it, and I receive it. Let's jump into announcements and housekeeping right now. Yay! Number one, the Red Carpet Collective is coming, y'all. Yes! This past April, God put it on my heart to get moving on a membership program that I've always wanted to launch. And the Red Carpet Collective uh, helps women on their self-love journey. And it is going to be opening up at the beginning of August. I'm telling you about it right now because my beta babes and I are knee deep in beta testing, working out the kinks, making it extra juicy for you. So if you're interested, get yourself on the invite list, go over to the blog cast page for today's episode and click the link so that I can put you on the VIP list. Yay! Number two. Don't forget to download the free worksheet that comes along with From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto so that you can take notes, keep track of your aha moments, how you're going to apply what you learn in today's episode into your everyday life. Number three, keep an open heart and an open mind. You may hear things that you know, things that I've said before, things that you're like, okay, Letitia, really? I have found it to be really helpful to ask myself, how can I experience this piece of information in a new way? How can I apply it to my life right now? Because I think that when you start hearing the same messages over and over again, that's God speaking. There's a message in there specifically for you that he wants you to take time to really think about and digest. And at the same time, Take everything I say with a grain of salt, use what works, toss what doesn't. At the end of the day, this is your life and you absolutely have 100% permission to create, discard, declutter, incorporate what works for you. I'm just glad that you're rocking with me here today. Number four. Today's episode is being recorded at Letitia Cotto headquarters. Miss Lyric is taking a nap. So this mamapreneur is trying to strike while the iron is hot. That being said, I never know what's going to happen when I hit record. I really do think that's a metaphor for life. And you know what? We're going to make it do what it do. We are going to have an amazing episode. We're going to get through it, okay? And number five, the title of today's episode is a lyric from the Beatles song, yesterday. All right, let's get into it. So in today's episode, I'm going to offer you my three-step process on eliminating regret 
once and for all. Doesn't that sound like so juicy and so like, ooh, she's so expert with it. (laughs) All right, I'm going to start off on Tremendo Tangent. You know, big surprise, right? Like, (laughs) I just realized right now that I am low-key a huge Whoopi Goldberg fan. I was today years old when I found that out. In, In episode 30... I referenced her character in Ghost, Otome Brown. So if you haven't checked out episode 30, you need to go on ahead and do that right now. And today, I'm going to be talking about another Whoopi Goldberg movie by the name of Sister Act 2. (laughs) So in the sequel of Sister Act, Sister Act 2, Sister Mary Clarence takes her talents to a Catholic high school and turns their choir, their student choir around, as well as the students themselves. Now, one student in particular stands out, a young lady by the name of Rita, played by the fantastic Miss Lauren Hill. Shout out, Miss Lauren Hill. Um, So at first, Rita is a rebel without a cause, but she eventually comes around. Oh, and can this girl sing, y'all? One of my all-time favorite music scenes in a movie is her and her friend singing uh, His Eye is on the Sparrow uh, in the church. I love that scene. It gives me chills even to this day. Anywho, so one evening, Rita's in her bedroom Uh, jamming on some music stuff when her mama comes home. Now, mama is not happy to find Rita working on music. And so she proceeds to give her a good old lecture on how singing does not put food on the table. I I love her uh, voice in that movie. Um, Rita, singing does not, I can't even do it. Uh, But yeah, so she goes on to tell her, you know, there are a lot of talented people right down there on the street singing they shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Now, is that how you want to end up? And so every time I think of the phrase shoulda, coulda, woulda, I think of that particular scene in Sister Act 2. So not really about Whoopi Goldberg, uh, but, but a movie she was in. So kind of related, but not really. Just go with it. All right. OK, so this brings me back to today because I promise I do have a point. Do you know anyone who spends a copious amount of time singing they shoulda, coulda, wouldas? Are you one of those people? Well, if you are, I want you to know that you are not alone. You are not. Okay. (laughs) I know plenty of people who be singing they shoulda, coulda, wouldas, and I got to keep it real. I have often joined the choir myself. I sat in the alto section and everything. That's why it's so important that we talk about this particular subject uh, so that it doesn't rob you of your precious energy and this beautiful, precious, present moment. Now, when I think of the phrase shoulda, coulda, woulda, I do think of that particular scene in Sister Act 2, and I also think of the word regret. Now, I love looking up the definition of words, especially words that I think I already know what they mean. Uh, So just as a refresher, regret means uh, to feel sad, repentant, or disappointed over something that's happened or been done, especially a loss or a missed opportunity. Now, haven't we all been there before, right? Hindsight is 2020, and when you finally know better, you do better. 
And then sometimes what ends up happening is you think, you start thinking about all of the things you would have done differently had you known then what you know now. For example, had I known he was a loser, I wouldn't have wasted nine years of my life on him. Or had I known that I'd end up smack dab in the middle of a financial recession, I would have saved and invested my money better. Or, you know, if I could turn back the hands of time, I wouldn't have taken that one semester break from college that has lasted for the past six years. You know, shoot, if I hadn't stopped, I wouldn't be in this situation right now. You know, only lacking three classes to graduate. I'm so close yet. I'm so far. Or, you know, I wish I had told my mom how much I loved her before she died. Or I wish I would have been a better friend. You know, we all have things in our past that we aren't proud of, that we probably wish we could change, you know, and it's, it's, it's only after something has happened and the smoke has kind of started to clear and we start to reflect on our lives that this phenomenon of regret can set in. And regret is a constant reminder that our life could be completely different had the chips fallen differently or had we chosen differently. And if we aren't careful and if we stop being vigilant, we stop monitoring our thoughts, we can get caught up in some really nasty negative autopilot thoughts that keep us from enjoying our lives right now. And that's why I wanted to do this particular blog cast episode so that I can share with you my three-step process for transforming your relationship with the past. Okay, let's begin. So number one, ask yourself, what did I learn from that situation, that person, that choice I made? Again, ask yourself, what did I learn from that situation that person, that choice I made. As human beings, we have an innate aversion to failure. Uh, Some of us have it more than others. And the reality is that everyone, including Beyonce, fails. It's, It's not the failing part that matters. It's what you do after that failure that matters. You know, I've I found that I've had to change my personal definition of failure to help me keep moving forward. (laughs) Y'all, I have failed all over the place in my career, in my business, my love life, my finances, my friendships, you name it. And your girl done failed. I have a plethora of things to regret in my life. You know, like the time I ran away from home when I was 11 years old and almost gave my mama and my grandparents a heart attack. You know, my mom says that she's always regretted that night because it was the only night that she didn't come to my room and say, good night, Miha, I love you. So my mom, growing up, she did that like every night, like, good night, I love you. You know, or the time I got myself into a financial pickle. And I talked all about that in episode 26. So if you haven't checked that out, check out episode 26 when you have a chance. Uh, Or the time I left Lyric napping on the bed and I ran to the the, uh, dining room really quickly to grab a quick bite and she rolled off the bed. And granted, my, my bed is super low to the ground and, you know, she landed on a pillow and she was more startled than anything. 
Uh, however, <laughs> I cried for a good hour afterward. Um, yeah. Oh, and another thing, don't judge. Like, that's that's not good. <laughs> like I said, we have every single person on this earth has done things that we're not proud of. You know, things that we do differently or that we wish no one knew about. And I'm just sharing, you know, some experiences of mine in the hopes that you don't feel so alone and that you can change the relationship and and the way that you are telling the story of your past. And so when I find myself getting swept up in the cyclone of regret, I have found it to be more powerful to start looking for the gold. And I believe that life gives us little specks of gold in every situation. Um, and in order to really find them, we have to turn down the volume on our mental chatter and we've got to get really present in this moment and really intentional uh, so that we can see these specks of gold, even in the murkiest of situations. You know, all of the things that I regret all of the things that I failed at, the things that I wish I'd done differently, they have all taught me something about myself, about how not to do something, which is oftentimes just as important as learning how to do something, <laughs> um, about God's grace, you know, a lot of things. And the, you know, for example, the questions I didn't get right on a test taught me how to solve them correctly. And the personal fallout I felt when I left the music business taught me how to honor myself and to set healthy boundaries between my work and my personal life. And I didn't know how to do that before that whole fiasco, episode six, check it out. And when my high school teacher, Mrs. Washington, who was instrumental in helping me develop my leadership skills and finding my way to college, uh, when she passed back in 2011, I regretted that I didn't keep in touch with her as frequently as I would have um, had I known that she'd be leaving so soon. You know, I took her for granted you know, that she'd always be here. And that taught me uh, to always check in on my people, you know, as soon as they enter my mind uh, and to tell them I love them, tell them how I feel about them and to be there for them. And I still have a lot of room for improvement, but I got so much better after she passed. And so even though I still battle with regret, I do try to look for the lesson you know, what did this teach me and what can I do differently or look out for moving forward and letting that lesson keep me in the flow instead of staying stuck in the past and a vicious cycle of mentally bashing myself over and over again for the things that I didn't do, the, the, the words I didn't say, the actions I, I didn't take. And I find that to be way more empowering than just you know, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Number two, bring your focus back to the present moment. So our thoughts are pretty sneaky. You know, it's funny how a structurally simple one sentence thought, right? Like the, even the simplest thought can send us spiraling into our, our 
our archives. And before we know it, you know, physically we're in 2019, but mentally <laughs> we're regretting stuff that happened when Prince was singing about partying like it's 1999. And tonight we're gonna party. Anyways, y'all. Stay on track, Letitia. Anywho, have you ever stopped to think how much energy and mental capacity you give to the past? You know, I'd say that most human beings are either somewhere stuck in regretting the past or they're worrying about a future that hasn't happened yet. So somewhere stuck in the past, regretting the past or somewhere in the future, worrying about something that, that has not happened yet. Meanwhile, they're missing out on this present moment, right? The one right here. Now, I can remember a time when I was so glued to my Blackberry. <laughs> OMG. Like, am I showing my age? I mean, this was like 12 years ago, right? And uh, Blackberry Messenger BBM, that was my jam. Anywho, I was so glued to my BlackBerry that I preferred that little screen and its notifications more than I preferred the person I was having dinner with, even if it was a person that I absolutely adored. Like I could not look away from the screen. And I look back and I shudder at all of the great moments that I probably missed out on because I was too obsessed with my phone. And real talk, like I still have that tendency now probably even more so with my iPhone and all of the apps, the Facebook, you know, Pinterest, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, sometimes I'll even nerd out on LinkedIn because people tend to post some pretty interesting business articles on there. Um, and all the while I'm missing out on this moment. And the same goes for you and regret. You know, if you spend most of your time thinking about what could have been, what should have been, what might have been had only you X, Y, Z'd, uh, you're, you're missing out on today. And I want you to consider that today is tomorrow's yesterday. I'm going to say that again. Today is tomorrow's yesterday. So you got to start breaking that cycle of always being in the past because one day in the future, you may be regretting what you did with this beautiful chapter of your life right now. And part of that may be because you spent this beautiful chapter right now reliving what happened three chapters ago. And this is something that I'm really trying to be intentional with uh, because of my daughter. Now, Y'all know I, can't, I cannot go an episode without mentioning the guru that is Miss Lyric. I, <sighs> okay, so she turned two years old yesterday and she is so important that the entire country celebrated her, uh, her birth with fireworks. <laughs> that's, that's the joke I'm going to tell her. She gets older. Uh, anywho, in two short years, she has taught me to be really present because even when time feels like it is dragging, like it is standing still and not moving, um, it's actually going by really fast. You know, I can remember our first year together and I was struggling, y'all. Like I, I often say I now know why sleep deprivation is a form of torture. Like I just didn't know up from down. It was, it was crazy. Got through it. So grateful I got through it. And it was just, wow. Uh, so shout out to all the mamas out there um, with the newborn babies. I see y'all. I, I do. I see y'all. <laughs> uh, anywho, 
it'd be late at night and she'd be up. And so I'd be feeding her or rocking her, changing her diaper, you know, doing all the mom things and watching the digital clock change numbers slow as molasses. And I can remember wondering, like, when is this baby going to go to sleep? You know, am I going to be able, (laughs) am I going to be able to set her down without waking her up? You know, time felt so slow. And now here we are, like, my little girl changes daily. And I am thrilled and nostalgic all at the same time. You know, if I even so much as blink, it's likely that I'll miss out on new words, new actions, new facial expressions. I mean, she is always reminding me to be here in this present moment. Because let me tell you, I, I want to enjoy her. You know, I prayed for her for three and a half years and now she's here. So mama gonna soak up all this goodness as her journey evolves over time. You know, she's taught me to find the joy in doing something silly like hopping around like a frog for no real reason, right? You know, I don't have to put on airs with her or try to be more than I am. You know, she thinks everything I do is pretty funny. And the first thing that she usually says when she wakes up is, hi, mommy. And it it takes my breath away. And I know that over time, our relationship will evolve and, and it will be great in its own way. Um, and I really do try hard to be here and to enjoy where we are right now because I won't be able to get this back once it's gone. And so I want to encourage you to start doing the same right now. You know, sure, your life isn't perfect. You know, you're dealing with breakups and paying bills and sickness and self-doubt, you know, fear. Like you're dealing with some real stuff. And there's so much goodness right now. And if you are unable to find examples in your own life, get outside more. Spend five minutes a day looking up at the sky, you know, not even just during the day, like in the morning when the sun rises, when it sets, even when it's raining, the sky is gorgeous. You know, I once drove through a lightning storm on my way from Austin to Houston. I don't recommend doing that. Uh, It was pretty scary. And it was also one of the most beautiful things I've ever witnessed. Um... And my mama actually really taught me this. Mama Terry. Shout out Mama Terry. I love you, mama. Anyways, I remember one time Mama Terry and I went to North Park Mall in Dallas. So we entered the mall over there by, um, what's that sushi spot called? Oh, Kona Grill. Kona Grill. It was over there by the Kona Grill. Anywho, I wanted to get a move on. And get to the stores like, okay, I want to stop by the h and I want to do this, I want to do that. So I start walking and I'm thinking my mom is right next to me and I start talking and I look and she's like not there. And I'm like, where, where does she go? Anywho, it turns out she had stopped <laughs> to admire a little flower garden installation that was like right at the entrance of the mall. And I'm like, mama, what are you doing? <laughs> and she said, Tish, you got to stop and admire the flowers while you can. You got to stop and admire the flowers while you can. And I really do think my mama was my first life coach, y'all. Yeah, so stop and admire the flowers while you can. And 
I have found meditation to be really helpful in cultivating the ability to ground down in this present moment. At any given time, there are literally a million things vying for your attention, the past being one of them. And meditation is the practice of bringing your awareness back to the present moment. Now, a lot of people think that it's, you know, about stopping yourself from thinking. Now, that's just BS. Your mind is designed to think and it will continue to think even during your meditation practice. Now, the actual meditation is you actively choosing to stay here in the present moment instead of following that one thought that popped into your mind uh, and took you back to what your doctor said at your appointment last week, right? You know, and, and even if that happens, even if you do follow that thought down the rabbit hole, you can still say, oops, my bad, back to the present moment. And you do that just over and over and over again. And that trains you, that that meditation practice trains you to develop that habit of, oh, snap, I, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. I really do wish my life were a musical. Anywho, like, so I did it again. I'm mentally in the past thinking about what I should have said to my high school boyfriend when I found out he cheated on me, even though physically I'm here in my office wearing my favorite blouse, staring at my daughter's picture with Santa uh, that's framed in a bright red frame that I bought at TJ Maxx, you know, so back to the present moment. And you just keep doing that over and over again as many times as you need. And with consistency, eventually what's going to happen is you'll find that your new default mode isn't to go back to the past. It's to stay right here where you are. And I've found meditation to be really helpful in my everyday life, you know, instead of going back to the past and regretting and doing, you know, all of that, just to be right here with what is right now. Number three, embrace the gift you're being given. So if you're a member of the Honey Bunny Inner Circle, the HBIC, you glow girl. And if you're not, you need to join right now. I'll leave a link on the blogcast page for today's episode so you can join. Uh, shameless plug ends right here. Anywho, one of the things that I started to do recently uh, is to send out a monthly newsletter that jams on, you know, what I'm reading, what I'm listening to, products I'm loving, uh, my goals for the month, so on and so forth. And so last month I started Backstage Access, um, which is an audio experience. It's not a podcast per se. It's just a little thing that I hit record, no script, nothing, uh, and just really jam out with the HBIC. It's exclusively for the HBIC. Anywho, in the first episode, I answered the question, what was your most negative self-image you overcame? What was your most negative self-image you overcame? So any, anyway, I sent out um, a survey and I asked my HBs, I said, what would you like to know about my self-love personal development journey? And I got some amazing questions and that was one of them. So anywho, in this first episode, I explained that I don't believe that I've overcome any of my negative self-images. Uh, they're all still very much with me and Pretty much at any moment, I am being tempted or, shall I say, being given the choice uh, of whether or not I want to give those negative self-images the time of day. 
you know, do I indulge them or do I choose to focus on something else? And that's really my superpower, right? Like I get to choose what I focus on. And so it's taken me a long time, but I've come to the conclusion that those negative self images are giving me a gift and a gift. I know you're thinking, what? They're giving me a gift because they're giving me an opportunity to practice loving myself no matter what. You know, no matter what I look like, how much money I make, despite the mistakes I've made in the past, the times I didn't show up as the highest version of myself, you know, when I completely effed things up, you know, the times I've hurt people or said ugly things or lost touch, you know, those negative self images really give me the opportunity to love myself no matter what. You see, it's easy to love yourself or like yourself when you do the right thing, when you say the right thing, when you look, you know, the the right way, quote unquote, the right way, whatever that means to you. Um, but it's in those moments where you don't do the right thing um, that you are being given a big gift. And the same goes for you, right? Like the past and any regret that you may feel over what you did or what you didn't do, you know, how things turned out, people that got hurt, how the past is still affecting you today. All of that ish, if you will, is giving you a really big gift. And that's you having the chance to practice loving yourself despite all of it. Because the truth is that you Yes, you deserve love, kindness, compassion, no matter what. You are a child of God. A tremendo tangent. One day I'm going to go back through the archives of From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, and I'll do a little analysis. And I would bet that in every episode, there's a mention of a tremendo aha moment, <laughs> tremendo tangent. Um, you are a child of God. Um, hmm, what else is there? You know, somehow I'm talking about Beyonce lyric and Mama Terry. They're going to be in a conversation. Uh, I'm going to put that on my to-do list one day. I'm going to do that. Tremendo tangent over. Anywho, it's true. You are a child of God. And as a parent, I can tell you that there's nothing in the world that would ever stop me from loving my daughter. I, you know, and I'm an imperfect human. I'm not even God. So the love I feel for my child is a speck of gold compared to the love that God has for each of us and for all of us. You are more than your biggest mistakes. You are enough regardless of your failure. You are precious despite any regrets you may have. And I hope that you'll take what I've shared with you today and try it out real time, especially when the past hijacks your mind and starts telling you a story of how you never have done anything right or how you screwed this up and you know how you're not deserving of a second chance or, or worthy of real love or whatever it is that it's trying to say to you. Because uh, that, that ain't that about a whole bunch of malarkey, honey bunny. It's just, it's not true, okay? You don't have to go down that rabbit hole. Ask yourself, what did I learn from that? And then once you've done that, come back to the present moment and embrace the gift that you're being given. And that's another opportunity to practice self-love, no matter what. 
Now it's your turn. Leave a comment on the blogcast page for today's episode and let me know your greatest takeaway from this episode. It really means a lot to me when I hear from you, so please holla at your girl. I'm cheering for you like your future does every single day. From the front row, Letitia. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for rocking with me today. Make sure and subscribe so that you don't miss out on all this goodness. If you love this episode, leave a glowing review on iTunes and share with a friend. Don't forget, the show don't stop here, honey bunny. Join me over at LetitiaCotto.com or find me on Instagram and Pinterest at I am Letitia Cotto. You'll find uplifting quotes, life-changing tips and tricks, and a whole lot of inspiration. It's an honor to support you from the front row.